Welcome, welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are now 21-3-1 through 25 games, and that puts them first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern Conference, and first in the National Hockey League. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, what's going on? Not much. Buddy? Not much at all. How are you doing? I know you've been having a very busy few days. I'm, I'm a little exhausted. I haven't stood up in about seven hours. I've been, I, that sounds weird to be like, I'm exhausted and I haven't stood up, but I've been right here doing stuff. I'm at the winter meetings in San Diego. Uh, so been covering all just the baseball stuff. And the past couple of days has been schmoozing and getting to see people and doing your thing, say, you know, showing face, getting the scoops and whatever. And then since the Xander Bogarts thing came out, I've been like kind of glued to that. Uh, luckily, 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 there was like two down periods while I was here. And they just so happened to be when the Boston Bruins played hockey. How so, considerate. Very, very considerate. That's very of kind baseball. of them to do that for you. It was very nice. And I'll tell you, like, I needed the break from baseball. So um, it was just it was just this perfect. I don't know. Think things have worked out really well. I'll say that. And I don't know if you've ever been to San Diego. Have you ever been to San Diego? I already I've, asked you this last time. I have not. I really want to go, but I've not. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a city worth uh, going to, dude. I could absolutely see myself living here this place is so nice uh the, the downtown is is bumping i will say that because i think the last time we did an episode i still hadn't left my hotel room no you hadn't you had like just gotten there like not just but like you were like i haven't left my room yet yeah no now i've actually seen the city i feel like i've been here for like three weeks i honestly feel like long. you have been there for three weeks as well it's too long i don't know why i chose to be here for this long <laughs> I was like among the first here, and I'm definitely going to be like one of the last to leave. Um, That's dedication. I'll give you that. Hey, first one in, last one out. Not just because it's a, a sunny, warm place where no. I took extra time off. Uh, the the Bruins. How about them? How about them? Dude, this uh, very good. Uh, first things first. Vegas loss. That's not a loss. It is no. That is technically a loss, but it's not. You can't win a loss more than they did. And if that's like what it takes to beat the Bruins on home ice, then like I'm kind of okay with that being the threshold. Uh, I was at the game. Mm -hmm. Again, like every game this season, like every the atmosphere just keeps getting better every single game. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, in no small part to the fact that like, it's not a guarantee. I mean, it is more or less a guaranteed win up until Vegas, but mm-hmm. there's just like in the very first few games, you and I went to the home opener, but that's inherently a really exciting game. Everybody's sure. really, really itching for hockey, especially in Boston. But like the next few games, like there was like a lot of people around me that like clearly like were gifted seats or they were just like, they didn't really know hockey very well. And right. obviously you welcome those people because that's awesome. Like that's a really cool experience to have for the first time is TD Garden. But lately but they're not it, bringing the life. They're, they're no, more yeah. like they're, they're viewers and experiencers of it. They're not participating yeah. in it necessarily. But with every game that goes on or every new game, it feels like the amount of people in there who really breathe life into the team increases. And it's been really, really cool. And there's been very good games. I mean, like, you look at the Carolina comeback game. Like, that was incredible. And honestly, through the loss, still the Vegas game, incredible game to see live. Like, it, it was obviously disappointing. But past that, like, the whole night, like, the whole experience was really, really great. So I... Mm. 
really, really recommend going to the garden to see the Bruins play this year. It is an incredible place to be. Um, I I will second you on that, dude. Um, I've gone what well, just once, right? We yeah, once. it was just opening it was, night. It was, it was, yeah. But every single time we talk about the garden, you have nothing but great things to say about it. You're like a very solid ambassador for that place. They should really pay me. They should be paying you to go there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, ultimately, the goal is to basically have my job be being at the garden. Yeah. Um, so eventually they sure. more or less will be, uh, not the team directly. That'd be cool. I would accept payments from the team if they <laughs> were so inclined, but yeah, no, I, it has been a really, really great place. And th- again, this is my first year with season tickets and you truly could not have picked a better year to have season tickets. So, but really, really privileged, I'll say to be able to go to as many games as I have. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm very interested to hear how this one felt, um, in there mainly because this was a game where it looked done. It did. And then it swung a hundred percent the other way or 99. And then the, obviously the, the shootout ending that was just, just stupid. I mean, so you sent me a text, you sent me a text. Would you care to recount it? Yeah, uh, I'll bring it up for authenticity, but I, I believe it was something along the lines of like I would rather it, it have been a tie. Like I would rather a tie. I think I think you were like it. It doesn't make sense. Like five minutes of three on three is is simply not enough. It's not. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, what did I say? On. <laughs> okay, so the sequence of text is just hall, and then this is incredible hockey overtime. Honest to God, fuck the shootout. Ten minute three on three. That was the sequence of text that I said. Did I reply at all in between those? You said no, honestly, but I'm sure no between none of them. Uh, but after the when I said honest to God, fuck the shootout. Ten minute three on three. You said no, honestly, but I'm sure players in the union would disagree. I said three on three for five, then two on two. I, I they wouldn't go for that. That would be so much skating. But it, it would be yeah, it would be incredible. I mean, People even like. When they first brought in three on three, that was amazing. What was it? Four on four before that? Is that what it was? I think it was. I think think it was five on five. Twenty minutes. I don't think playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean before they made it a five minute overtime. I thought it was four on four. I think it was five on five. Twenty minutes. It wasn't twenty minutes, was it? No, it was not. No, it was five minutes. They they did not have twenty minute overtime periods before the the shootout. In the oh, before the shootout. No, no, no. I'm talking before they implemented three on three. Oh, uh, that I I, don't know. It's weird because that was only a couple years ago, and I already forget. I think it was four and four. Uh, If we're wrong, we'll look silly, but it's fine. But yeah, that that was just a very tough way for that shootout to go down too but i will say so from the perspective of someone who's at the vegas game the first two goals came within the first five minutes of the game five minutes and four seconds Mm. and it was immediately like in my i think i even said i'm like this is the carolina game again like immediately go down to like you go down two goals which is like not that much and you do it in the first five minutes. It's kind of like a double-edged sword where you're like, wow, we just gave up two goals really quickly to start the game. But there's still 55 minutes left to play. Like, it's almost like it doesn't. You're like, whatever. Like, Bruins are not going to get shut out. And they're almost certainly going to score two. So then it's a matter of how much can we just hold off their offense. Right. 
but then that and so the rest of the first period goes nothing's doing for other team or for either team until like a minute into the second period where Vegas goes up three nothing. I will admit that I was shook. Like I was not oh, like sure. this game's I mean, over. <laughs> yeah, like I, it wasn't. But I didn't really have that. Like I don't even. I'm not even worried. Like I was like, okay, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. No, I mean, and how much uh, off the ice kind of came into this game too? Like the fact that it was Bruce's return, mm-hmm. and Bruce had the opportunity to snap the home win streak, the longest in NHL history or at least to open a season it is. And then, like you said, I mean, three goals. Three goals is a kibosh, or feels yeah. like it anyway. Because yeah. the, those first two stand for uh, like a full 20 minutes almost. And like you said, you, you're thinking like, okay, as long as like the defense holds up and, the, and you keep it at two, this offense is bound to run into two goals. You know, I don't, I don't care who the other team is. I really don't. I don't care if it's, you know, Vegas or New Jersey or fucking Arizona. Like, you're going to run into a couple goals with this Bruins offense. And it was 51 seconds into the second period. Paul Cotter got his second. Sorry, I'm in the loudest place in the planet <laughs> right now. I, I'm, I'm still in a expecting to gun. hear Goose. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm overstimulated here. Oh, my God. Did that, I think he just rolled like a bucket of shit by me it's so funny because loki's litter box is behind me and to start the episode he took a shit and he might as well have thrown it into my face (laughs) like it's it's just encompassing the entire room right now um but yeah dude again even like quick tangent paul cotter like who the who is this guy why is he so good like yeah, nobody knows. It was like when the Bruins played the Devils a lot in the bubble. It was like I didn't know who Miles Wood was. Yeah. And then a couple, like two games in, I'm like, I'm sick of this dude. Like, it's just that it's always sunny when they're looking at the photo of George Washington. Like, I'm tired of this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it, he's, it was he's, I mean, the thing is, he's not great. I mean, that was his third and fourth goal of the year. He looked good. I mean, I'll on credit where credit's due. Vegas looked really good to start that game. They were just completely outplaying the Bruins, like to the point where the crowd was like not like turning on them, but like I was surrounded by like some like mid like young twenty something guys, and they were all like they like knew what they were talking about. Like you know when people don't at the Garden, like they're just like yeah. like questioning very basic things. And again, like they're learning the game. It's fine, but they were they were clearly like upset about it the uh face-offs were one thing in particular that was uh uncharacteristically a problem for the bruins that game they were losing a lot of face-offs like they were like teetering back and forth around the 50 percent mark for them but they were losing really important face-offs mm-hmm. like i gotta see how many did Bergy take this game because i know that they just like, kind of let him out there to to take all of them uh, i can tell you that in a second um yeah but it was it felt very one-sided in that first period. Like we were, we being the crowd, were like a little like, all right, not really loving how this is going down. I'm on the wrong website, but I, but at the same time, like that first goal, so the Brad Marchand goal, yeah, it was like you, you again, you you weren't going to get shut out on home ice. That really wasn't the concern. Um, but I don't. It really wasn't until that second goal that I, I feel like the, the crowd really came back. 
like I, I remember I turned around, I started yelling to nobody. I was like, who's worried? <laughs> who's worried? I'm not worried. Like, so it was, uh, it was a very, like, I hate the expression roller coaster because it's just very cliched, but that's really what it was. It was very like, oh, this, oh, something great. All right. This is not very great. And then it slowly built back up. And by the end of that game, the Bruins were just putting it to Vegas, like as bad as they mm-hmm. played in the opening 20 they're playing twice as good as they were playing poorly. Terrible way of expressing that thought, but <laughs> it was uh, it was an experience. It was it was a very uh, entertaining game. My heart was racing, racing by the end. Patrice Bergeron ended up taking twenty eight faceoffs in this that's, game. That's a lot. And do you want to guess what his win percentage was? Fifty percent exactly. 42.9. Wow. That is really bad for him. That is that like is really bad for him. 20 plus percent off the average for him. And uh, yeah, so the the thing is when you keep putting him out there and he keeps losing faceoffs, um, you're, you're banking on other guys. Uh, Krejci won four out of 11. Um, Zaka took two, lost them both. DeBrusque took one. Um, Coil, Coil was seven for twelve, so fifty-eight percent. It's like, but uh, you know, if you just look at, um, you know, possession, especially early on in this game, you can't really expect them to do anything with what they were doing. So, even looking at the Colorado game right now, Bergeron was only at fifty percent, and he took twenty faceoffs. Yeah, that's weird. That's... That he doesn't often one, he doesn't often have bad faceoff games. Mm-hmm. Rarely does he have two in a row. Very rarely will he have two in a row like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're playing the Coyotes tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm not terribly worried about it. But I mean, there's a lot of guys who played below their stats today. A lot of guys who who can attribute Vegas to hurting their own statistics. Uh, another one of those guys is Jeremy Swayman. 21 yeah. saves on 24 shots. It's an 875 save percentage. Yeah, they had two um, goals on the first two shots of the game. Yeah, neither so, of which were like out, outwardly Swayman's fault too. Like mm-hmm. not like holy, not like that's on Swayman. Like there was no just just I'm just going strictly off numbers here. I mean, just, yeah, that's know, fair. Not not going to hurt his or not going to help his numbers. Yeah, the that was part of the crowd too. There was a lot of the second. I think it was second or third goal. There was the uh, pole Swayman yells started to rain down. How are we feeling about Swayman? Can we get a barometer reading? On, on how we're feeling about Swayman versus Olmark right now. Is it like a pretty clear one, too? Because that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, like, this is really easy to say after, like, not his best performance. But, like, I'm, like, not completely sold on Swayman yet. Like, I don't think he's quite there. Like, if mm. Olmark were to leave the team right now, I would be worried. And not just because Olmark is far and away the best goalie in the league right now. But I mean, would you feel terrible terrible about Swayman Kincaid? I guess if you're trying to make a cup run, that's different. Yeah, oh, than cup like... run, no. Cup run's dead the moment yeah. it goes to Swayman. Really? Kincaid. Unless cup run's uh, dead. I mean, if unless Swayman can just like stand on his fucking head, but like I do not have the confidence in Swayman that I have in Olmark. Okay. It was like when so... Rask left the bubble and Halak came in the net. You were like. You, you were there, so you had to keep the faith. But, like, everybody was like, can you win a cup off of, like, your backup? Unless it's just, like, everyone kind of took the angle, like, we're going to go with this because it would make an incredible narrative. And, like, you want that. 
But yeah. like you don't go, you wouldn't pick Halak going into that. Just like how I would not pick Swayman over Olmark. But like, uh, again, it's not fair because like he is still a very good goaltender and still young and like not quite at like goalies take forever to like fully develop as far as the NHL is concerned. So I don't think he's quite, quite there. But yeah, I would, I beyond a doubt, I think we're at the point where Olmark is clearly the number one and Swayman's number two. Swayman will also start tomorrow night. You're correct. Yeah, Swayman will absolutely be starting tomorrow night. Um, one, they're on the road. Two, it's Arizona, and three, the next game is Vegas again, and you're going to want Olmark in that for Vegas. Um, so let's just run down some of some numbers from Jeremy Swayman. First of all, he's only six two. I thought he was taller than that. Yeah, Olmark's what like six four, six five. I don't know. He's a big Swedish Viking. I know that. Yeah, that he is. I've heard that somewhere. Um, Olmark is 6'4". Okay. Uh, he's also 29 years old. Uh, Swayman is 24. Um, so Swayman's rocking a 300 goals against mm. an 875 save percentage, which is which is tough. The 875 is not great. No. Um, the thing is, it's so weird. Like his His numbers haven't evened out because there was so much weird ice time stuff with him early in the year so like the goals against per game versus like per 60 minutes versus like the save for like it, it it's kind of all over the place so like his goals against per game that he plays in is 263 but it's like his goals against per 60 is 30 so it's it's yeah it's a little i don't know it's all kind of off um but he's played in nine games he started seven um his average time on ice is 48 minutes, which is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, How often does this guy get pulled? Like, <laughs> that's not uh, fair. 19 goals against. Yeah, it's. He just still has a kind of a small sample size at this point. He and totally does. And Olmark's and getting a ton of starts. Not the most. Like Igor and um, someone else. They have like 20 starts because uh-huh. they're like Halak this year to bring him up again, like is struggling mm-hmm. for New York. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. I real quick, sorry, I gave a wrong stat and I just want to correct it real quick. That save percentage is his career numbers versus the coyotes. Interesting. That 875. So I'm sorry, on the season he's 899, which has him tied for what place, Rob? Last. 36th, which is more than last. So <laughs> Impressive, honestly. He's tied for four he's in the negative. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that number would tell you he's a backup. And, like, like I said, small sample, small sample. But, like, being 36th in save percentage is that's saying you're in the it's... bottom half. So, you are, you're a backup. Yeah. And, like, he hasn't been getting the harder starts either. That is very true. That Walmart is Mark has been getting the much harder teams. Not that like the Bruins have had too much of a gauntlet yet. They're kind of, they're in the middle of it right now, but like the hardest teams they've faced so far have been Vegas. I would say Colorado, but like going into Colorado, I'll admit I did not realize how injured they were. Like that is not yeah. really Colorado. That's not really the Avalanche. That's like their backup squad. That that's a Swayman start game. Exactly. Which that's like, yeah. which is like not it, it sucks, but like that is how we're referring to it right now. Yeah, and like you want to see him like really gun it. Oh, you know what? That's not fair. I, I say he didn't get the harder starts and he started against Vegas. That's not fair. Um, and uh, to his credit, like after the first three, um, I mean, really the first that three actual goals Vegas scored, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. The didn't it, it definitely tilted very heavily towards the Bruins in terms of like shooting and the offense. Like the Bruins nearly outshot them like two to one by the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, like they really, really capped the amount of shots that Vegas was taking in the last like thirty minutes of that game. Um, but yeah, no, like again, like Olmark is the dude. He's the guy right now. He's fifty. It's yeah, fifteen wins. He's fifteen and just, one. <laughs> stupid. I just don't see that changing either. Like. I, I think it would take quite a lot for Swayman to suddenly overtake the amount of confidence that I have in Linus Hallmark. No, I, I honestly, it's it's almost unfair because you're like, oh. oh, is like your young what? What's going on? Sorry, just Hallmark <laughs> has the best record in the league, the best goals against average, and the in best the league, save percentage, and the best save percentage, and he's tied for third in shutouts. Yeah, like he's the and he's best only one behind the, the people in the first in first and second. Like you're talking to Vesna. That's what I was just about to say, pretty much. I was going to be like, it's unfair to kind of compare your previously injured and younger and less matured goalie to your starter, who is must be in the top three Vesna discussion right now. Super early in the season, kind of a meaningless thing to say almost, but kind of just in trying to indicate how well he's playing. It's not like earnestly being like he will win the Vezna based off of the first 16 games he played. 17. But I mean, um, I mean, if he maintains this, I mean, this is like, uh, you know, if you finish in these spots, it'd be a pretty, pretty hard to not. I'm not even saying with these numbers. I'm just saying like in these positions, league yes. wide. Yeah. First, first, first tied for third. Uh, that's, that's the guy. Uh, and I think he's played more games than, than uh you know 90 percent of other um starters most of them yeah so like it was there's a few outliers so like teams like new york that like don't have a good backup where you really have to hammer the starter more often um how many games has igor played 20 he started 20 games there's someone else who started 20 i was looking at it earlier today like yeah, a lot. I mean, like, igor, that's a lot. igor's got a 258 um, yeah, he started 20 games, a 12-4-4. Four, and four. He's got a 9-13 save percentage. I mean, pretty good. I want, give me, give me Linus, brother. Sorry, give me. Yeah, Linus. yeah. I mean, 100. percent Like that's beyond a doubt. Like that's the guy that you want. But yeah, um, I kind of glanced over Pasta's second goal in the Vegas game, but I think it was noteworthy <laughs> enough to discuss. This is the one that. He was coming up the left wing boards and like collected it off the boards and in one motion, like collected it and then spun off of this defender. Mm-hmm. And he took like two steps, like he or skated right to the, the face off dot and just ripped it. That reminded me a lot of Kale McCarr. That feels like a, a goal yep. Kale McCarr would score. Uh, score. Um, it was so fast that like it, we reacted, but it was just like. Holy shit! Like there wasn't even a, the play is developing. It's just he collected the puck, and the next thing you know, it's in the net. You're like, yeah, that didn't even look like it was going to be a scoring <laughs> chance. Never mind, like a golden one. But he's so talented. It's Did you see the um, the um, the goal for Bama? God, I want to say it was Claude Giroux. No, this week his slap shot. We I, we've been talking nonstop about slap shots just coming back. Are they really? It kind of just have been. Like it's cool. Yeah. Like. I love it. I got to send you this clip. I we send each other hockey clips all the time, but there's like certain hockey ones that I send you, and like just a good old fashioned slap shot from the slot. Like it's good. Like it. it there's something about it. like Razor talks a lot about a morning brew. It's just like 
if they place it well enough, it's going in. Like you, you can't stop it. Like yeah. And I'm just uh, happy it's coming back. Now the bees, the bees kind of. I don't know if you noticed this part, Rob. The bees scored kind of quickly. At okay. one point, did you notice that? What are you talking about? Did that stick out to you at all? I don't know what you're talking about. I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that 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 there's a, the comeback happened. by three goals happened over the course of like ten minutes of gameplay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was yeah. 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 It, the, exactly once they it pick it up, they pick it up, and like once they turn it on, they turn it on. And once guys stop playing below their average, just like what they were doing, which is like a bad team to play against and a bad time for it to happen. Um, they just like suddenly came alive and and um, there was that ten minute stretch from like middle of the second to middle of the third. Where, you know, that team, that 10 minutes of Bruins hockey happens in the first 10 minutes, I think this game's over. I, yeah, don't, think, I, I don't think Vegas has the same wear with all the climb back like, like the Bruins do. I agree with that. And honestly, it kind of speaks to the one problem I really have with this team right now is how poorly they play in the first 20 minutes, often, not always, but often enough where it's frustrating. And it's one thing when you're doing it in December and you're a second, third period team and you can crawl back and you can tie it and you can win it. But like late season and like really playoffs, you don't come back from that. Like you don't give up two or three goals in the first period and then can consistently come back. So like you can say I'm getting ahead of myself, but like you got to iron that out. Like you got to figure that out. And when it's really your only issue, it shouldn't be... Like one of those, like, yeah, we know, we know, but it's like, this is like, yeah, if you figure that out, you're unfucking beatable. Like, you there's can, not a team in the league that can touch you if you can put up those numbers in the first period and then in the second and third. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And the thing is, it's like, like you said, it's the only thing. So, like, you can devote all your attention to it. You know that? Like, you don't yeah. have to. <laughs> what a thought. Yeah, you can just devote your attention to that, to just consistency early. I think they also, like, their se- the second period has, like, I know this isn't a great example because I'm talking about how they scored twice in the second period here, but the second period overall this year has been, like, their slowest, um, least productive period. I so. would say the first on it. It's just the first 30 minutes. Like, it's I, – I really can point to the Carolina game mm. because it's right around the 30-minute mark that the tides turned. And it's not like that neat in every game, but there's something about that first last half that it's just they're two, almost two different teams, depending on who they're playing. When they played Colorado; they were just much. There are times they're all. There are times they're just on. Yeah, uh, and, and it's like there's there's no stopping them. If they're going to be off, they're only going to be off for the first half of the game. Yeah, but yeah, like that. But in that first half against Vegas, like forcing so many passes, not looking where they're throwing it. Like that second goal, the one that Pasta just gave away. Mm-hmm. Like just passed it straight to Marcia. So I can't say that name. Don't ask me to say it again. I think you just did perfectly. Bro. Don't, don't <laughs> I, I, just can't, I just can't think about it. It's got to say it. it's like thousandth. You got to think about it. But that was like, like, come on, pasta. Like, what are you doing? Um, mm. He made up for it. It's fine. Uh, and I'm going to say this and we're going to so, say so it's it again. one of the things. That's your pasta tax. It's the pasta yeah, tax. It, that's a, yeah. A hundred percent. Like you will you know it's going to happen that's honestly the perfect way of putting it like you that's what you have to put up with to know that he's going to score a highlight real goal later that game if not two yeah which Um, is fine 
It happens. Um, and I'm going to say something that we're going to say echo when we talk about Colorado game. Mm. Taylor Hall is Taylor so, Hall. Taylor Hall is so good. Like, and how like, I feel really good right now. Like, and he's very clutch. I don't think that's talked about enough. He's a very clutch player for the Bruins. He, yeah, ice in his veins, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know. And it, it just feels like I having a heart trophy winner on your third line is insulting kind of, it to feel, the it, league. Yeah, like it's like imagine like you didn't know the team going in and you're grinding and you're grinding and it's like you're taking down the top two lines and you're like exhausted like hey they need a break send out send out the bottom six and they go out when it's taylor hall takes the ice you're like are you fucking kidding me like what are you what (laughs) he's gonna win that matchup every single game every game and the thing is like it's not like he's incapable of being up there against top lines either it's not like he's become complacent against um less talent and like (laughs) sorry i mean this is a power play goal i mean he was on the power what are you laughing at it's like thinking about like the other like who it's like well why isn't he on the the top two lines and it's like well like, you're gonna take that away from Brad Marchand probably not like you're gonna take that away yeah, from they're a little deep right now I'm I'm having a total brain fart who's the second line left wing we're Bruins fans we promise Zaka it's Pavel Zaka it's Zaka Krejci Pasta why is Zaka listed as a center. I don't know. Honestly, he think he is a true center, but he's just one of those guys that you can just bounce around. The Bruins do that a lot. As I was saying, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Pavel Zaka is better than Taylor Hall, but I will say that Zaka plays well enough with Krejci and Pasta where you don't want to break them up and you're not putting David Krejci or David Pasta knock on the third or fourth line. But the, the point remains, and like, again, we'll talk more about this with Colorado because the third line is like fucking rolling but Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, Trent Frederick is such a good line right now. And like, but it, it, to kind of get back to what I was talking about before, it's just Taylor Hall is like that, that tying goal of the Vegas game is where this is really coming from. It's just one of those like that, that cut, like you have the puck on the goal line and then you just cut in front and just throw it and collect your own rebound and throw it in. It's just like, you gotta be really strong to pull that off. And he, Taylor Hall is a monster. I, that photo I sent you, there's a the most recent behind the B. There's a, a point where he's just in the locker room. I think he's giving the game puck to someone and he's walking away from the camera and he doesn't have his shirt on and his back is just insane. Like it looks like two guys got welded together. Like <laughs> he's just ridiculously strong. And you're like, shit, power forward Taylor Hall. Right. Yeah, that's that tracks. That's come on. Like it's literally, obnoxious. like that's his arms look like legs. Like that doesn't make sense. Like Regardless, Taylor Hall is so good, and it's just, it almost still hasn't sunk in with me that Taylor Hall plays for the Boston Bruins. He does. That's the it's thing. Like that's I, and I love that it's just so ubiquitous because whenever he scores, just the line is Taylor Hall is a Boston Bruin because it's like we're all just still in this like gleeful awe. Like holy cow, he's actually like, holy here. shit. We got Taylor Hall. Like <laughs> it's awesome. Like I love this team, dude. I love this team. We got him for what six million. Oh. I think it was like 38 bucks. <laughs> Pack of Newports. Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Um, so. Well, we can wrap up the Vegas game because the Colorado one was a bit more fun. But the shootout, yeah. um, a whole lot of nothing at first. I mean, okay, so how fucking badly? At first, bro, at first for like far too long. Yeah, honestly. How fucking badly 
did we want Jake DeBrus to score the game winner? I mean, it's what should have happened. Poetry. If, if you give the gods about 10 more shots, dude. Dude, off the post, like rang that post. Mm. And it was like, dude, I was so nervous. There was at a point I almost didn't want to watch. Like when they're like when the um, Vegas was taking their shots, I was super nervous. And then Coyle for had Jake, the best for Jake to make the top three. It was second. The, uh, yeah, no, yeah. For him to make the like, yeah, top two, top three regularly in the shootout is is very very cool. I like the amount of confidence that that Jake has given as a goal scorer, and like the amount of he's recognized as a as a pure goal scorer. I agree with that. Just a, he's a good hockey uh, player. He's good. He's good at it. But yeah, it fucking sucks running the post. And then Coyle had the second best chance. Uh, honestly, probably even the first best chance, and he just w- went wide. Totally beat Thompson. Just missed. And and it was poetic the other way where former Bruins legend Riley Smith scores the game winner. Yeah, I know. That's air that's like of, the last air, way that should have ended. That's absolutely out the, the last blue. way. Yeah. Cuz it's yeah. like the like they have the streak going, you know, they're down 3, they battle back and then their former player scores yeah. the game winner in a shootout after like 10 rounds. Like that's not right. That's not right. You wrote that wrong. And I also don't like the fact that the road team can walk it off with a goal i don't like I that they need to flip that agree. i i said that several baseball times. has like, it right just don't i don't get that, that at all yeah like that it should absolutely be the reverse that's crazy to me yeah i mean i it's and it's just for that game that entertaining and adrenaline fueled game to end with a skills competition Solely because you just need it to end because it's the regular season. It's game 25 of 82 and you can't play this game until 1 a.m. It's disappointing. Like you get it. I understand the reality of it, but it's just it as a fan. It's just like, God damn it. And like, because even when you win, you're I mean, when you win, you win. But when you lose, it's just like we didn't deserve. That wasn't a loss. That's why like I'm joking, but I'm not when I say like the Bruins lost that game. Like they didn't. That was way more of a tie than a loss. And even it's a generous calling it a tie. Vegas was good in the first 25, 30 minutes. And then the Bruins just slapped them around for the last 30. And you can just look at the score, say three, three, it was even and like, sure, technically, but the Bruins are so much better over the whole of that game, including overtime. Just and that, much you better. Be out of your mind to say like, "Hey, once they started trying." It was <laughs> all, what it is? That's exactly it what really it looks what like. It is. It's crazy. It's like I tweeted it so long ago. It's just like every like 30, 40 minutes in every game, they're just like, "Oh, we should win this, right?" And then they do. But like this one, they all just right, like boys, they come just, on, they Let's... just missed it. But yeah, it, well, they were playing against the second best team in the league. I mean, so I guess you do have to play 40 <laughs> instead of 30 against the best team in hockey or the second yeah. best team in hockey. That's yeah. so funny. Third, whatever, who gives a shit, but you know what I yeah. mean? The fact that like it takes competition this good to like mandate that they play almost a full game. Yeah. They breathe. Yeah. The, and again, like they beat them in a skills competition after tying them. That's if that's what it takes to beat the Bruins, especially in home ice, we're in a yeah. really good fucking spot. Yeah, but there's whatever. Gotta be a better way. There's got to be a better way. I mean, I'm sure everybody says that every time they have any shootout loss, and like this is oh, 100 far from the most painful shootout loss that anybody's experienced. Like, I'm sure there's like more than a few <clears throat> examples where like a team you know missed out on a chance in the playoffs because of a shootout or whatever. So like, 
they have. There's more heartbreaking loss. I'm not saying like, yeah, you have to change this right now. Like there are there are more egregious examples, but yeah, it's still an example of of a game just ending because it has to end, not because one team earned it over the other. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk? Speaking of earning it over another team, do you want to talk? I'm gonna cough. <coughs> Wow, you, you want to talk that. about the more more? <clears throat> do you want to talk about the um, coffee against the Colorado Avalanche? Uh, yeah, I sure do, actually. So that was a much more entertaining game for me. That okay, that's I'm gonna take that away immediately. Probably not more entertaining because Vegas was that was just a really great hockey game. It's just it's it's so much more fun to watch the Bruins slap people around sometimes. It's a different kind of fun, it's like a lean back in your chair with a smile on your face, like relax kind of hockey experience. It's a relaxed fun versus a tense fun. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like both fun in their own right. And like, honestly, like I might take tense fun over relaxed fun some days, but mm-hmm. all the same, it, it, it was, it was really, it was good for me. It was good for me. Like the 9 PM start. I don't love you get it. It's not time, it, whatever time. Yeah. Um, but like, I I was not at all at all worried about this game, mostly because we just played them and we beat them definitively. Secondly, because not only do they not get some healthy players back, they lost McKinnon. Like they even they even lost more important players between the times that we played them. There was someone I was talking to uh, my coworker, and he was just like, "Well, it's home ice. Like, don't underestimate home ice." I'm like, "Well, yes, valid." Sure, but don't overestimate how good the Bruins are. No, that's not how I want to say. Uh, I don't know. It's just like going into the game. Like it's like I didn't really have any kind of like I don't know. Like we keep saying like every game, it's like you wouldn't be too surprised if they lost because they were in so much or winning so much. Yeah. I would have been shocked, shocked if they lost this game. Truly, yeah. And they didn't even they, kind of. They're not even kind of a little at the beginning. No, like they they didn't score in the first period, but like there really wasn't any moments where it seemed like Colorado was putting much together, like like not like anything like too threatening. I mean, it took took the bees about a little over half a period to net one, and um, that felt like toying with them. That felt like toying with them. Like it's like, come on, guys, just just start it off. Come on. Yeah, I, I had an inclination it was going to be a bottom six kind of game. Mm. I got to start saying these things because it's so easy to say it after the fact. Yeah, no, I kind of felt like this was like a four nothing kind of game. Um, mm. But the fact that it was like this was a win off of the back of the third line, basically, mm. was really great. Um, again, like I mentioned it before, Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, Trent Frederick. What a wonderful game for them. Like, what a, what a wonderful I, game. I, there's something really charming about third lines to me mm-hmm. where you're not the star, but you're not the grinder. You're like mm-hmm. this cool hybrid. Like you're expected to both be able to hit and grind, but like you also need to score, especially in Boston. I, I truly, that's the only team I really have a reference for, but no, I like that. I like that. It's basically guys who are really trying to be on the second line. Yeah. is really it, what it is. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like, and a like weird the fourth limo. lines always have their identity. It's scrappers, it's guys to eat ice time, it's 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 you know guys to win board battles and mm-hmm. and uh, you know maybe in years past be uh, some power forward enforcer types. 
but yeah, that third that third line is is a, is something special. And I feel like <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna like recount my own playing days, but like I I feel like that was kind of like where I lived for the most part. It was like really really trying to to work my way out of there, but. Yeah, it's a it's easy to it's easy to feel for those guys that are there. Maybe um, that's the charming aspect where it's just like you know how hard they're working. Not that everybody isn't working hard, but there's mm-hmm. like this extra oomph that you kind of get from your third line. And yeah, just salt of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. They're your, they're your dock workers. So and it's weird, and again, it's weird that like that part of that line is a former heart trophy winner. Taylor Hall. <laughs> He's like, really trying. <laughs> he's, you know, he's doing his best. He's Maybe he'll right. be on the second line one day. Just patting him on the head. Like, you'll get there. Just keep working. Hey, don't you get down on yourself. Don't you, don't you dare. I could see it. You know, so it's, it's maybe. But uh, no. Uh, so the first goal was that backhand from Krejci behind the net up to Pasternak, who just like laid in a one. And like posted in beautiful, love it. And it, like Pasta's on right now. What does he have? Thirty six points, I think. Like he's got eighteen goals. I'll tell you that. I think he's eighteen and eighteen right now. Yeah, eighteen and eighteen, and he's a plus eleven. Excellent, averaging twenty minutes a game. Just about. He's doing so well. Like he's really keeping it up right now. Yeah. Like he usually starts the seasons pretty well. Like there was like uh, a couple years ago, we had like twenty plus goals, and it was like November, like or like something outrageous. He was his shooting percentage was like twenty eight percent. It was like something completely unsustainable. But it was a fun wave to ride when it was still crashing. But yeah, but all the same, like this game, like he looked fantastic, like per usual. Like no pasta tax had to be paid for this game, so even better. Like he looked solid. Like the Bruins just like didn't really make any mistakes this game, and he like really Olmark did. stopped and all twenty three. And like, but he didn't face anything too high threatening. And I I can't help but think you know, the, the the Avs being as beat up as they are is still obviously playing a huge part in this. So it's like this one was a little tougher to celebrate as much. Yeah, this is like celebrating an empty netter basically. Yeah, because like the first one, you're like you we kind of learned afterwards. <laughs> or yeah, at least really. in the moment, but now it's like oh, okay. during. Yeah, we <laughs> like, should go in there and yeah, and it's gonna be go the same win. Yeah, uh, do, do you know Colorado? So Colorado's 13, 10, and one. Um, that puts them fourth in the central. <laughs> really, isn't that crazy? That Who, is, you guess? Central's not doing well, are they? That's not no. really a fourth place record for the most. Do you part. know? You want to guess the the three teams above them in the central right now? Oh fuck, I don't know the central very well. Um, all right, I know it's not Washington because they've been pretty fucking quiet, and they're also in the Philly metro. fell off. That's that'll help there. And that's also a completely metro. different conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on. Well, I said I know it's not them, so. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know them well enough. I don't this know is all the, the other. Conference. This is all the other teams. Like when I look at this division, I'm always like, oh, this is just like the fucking other people. The throwaways. Yeah. So uh, I'll read it in order. Top to bottom is Winnipeg, Dallas, Minnesota, Colorado, Nashville, St. Louis, Arizona, Chicago. Winnipeg's <laughs> doing really well, actually. And yes, Arizona, Chicago in that order. Yeah. Winnipeg's uh, after Vegas. They're the second best West Coast team. 16 7 and 1. Like that's solid. They're 10 and 3 at home. That's really good. 
it's weird to be Winnipeg being good. No offense, Winnipeg, but like I just I don't think about them very often. But when I do, I I don't I think like middle to a little above middle. That's kind of what I think of Winnipeg. I I really wanted them to get one when they were them when they were for real like a couple of years ago. I wanted them to get one. I wanted Nashville to get one, and then unfortunately neither happened. But it's like and the Sharks, yeah, another team. It's like. The, the Jets, the Sharks, and the Predators all should have a cup from the last ten years. I was really pushing for the Predators. I would have. I I like them. They're fun to like. They're a, yeah. I, it's this like cool, unexpectedly passionate fan base. You're like yeah. Nashville loves hockey, and they fucking love hockey. In they Smashville. do. They really do. I love that. Like they did a great job with. Uh, this is I'm getting into the dorky stuff here, but they did a great job with like the planning of their arena and like. The fact that it's in the middle of a downtown, the fact that it's part of a city block, the fact that it's part of like their, um, was it called like country music walk or whatever? Yeah, it's the fact that it's like a, yeah, it's it's just it's Sabretooth story is super cool too. Yeah, it's I, I will say I think it's one of the worst names in sports. The so predator, yeah, well, yeah. Huh. As a, as you went to say it, you realized the issue with. I it. didn't really think about it because when, no, I, when I say predator, I just picture world. the Sabretooth. I'm like, yeah, they're a predator. It's fine. But it's also it's such a stretch. It's like calling the saber tooth or whatever. Why? I think it's saber. It's three syllables. It's too much. Like it's calling the tigers. Call them the blues. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, St. Louis. It makes more sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Call them. Fuck, fuck St. Louis. I don't care about St. Louis. Fuck St. Louis. In fuck any Jordan Bennington. Any capacity, truly. Fuck Jordan Bennington. And I'm so glad that Dude. other people are finally like speaking out against him and saying like, hey, if you're going to keep being a shithead, how about you like be good at hockey first? If by other people you mean his coach, then yes. Whoa, like, I didn't see that. Yeah, Barube, like after that game, was like, Yeah, we just need him to stop us. Like we do, like he was just clearly very frustrated about all of his antics. Wow. He was like basically like he needs to cut the shit and be better at his job. Wow. It was in the post game conference of the one where he like got pulled for being an asshole. Yeah, and I'll have to be more specific because that's not the first or last time that will happen for Jordan Bennington. Yeah, like the way I described it is like there's a lot of players I love to hate, and I just hate Bennington. Like I just hate to hate him. Like he's just I'm like you're such an asshole. Like you're not good for the sport. You're not good for your own team. I just no. don't care for him at all. Regardless. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, but yeah, but pushing back through Colorado. So like the third line, this is really when they, they step stepped in. So it was like halfway through the game. So about 10 into the second period. And it, it started with, uh, it, it was kind of like Colorado was like trying to get it out of their zone. Coil just like pushed up on someone on the blue line, forced mm-hmm. a turnover and gave it to Freddie. And Freddie immediately gives it back to Coyle. Coyle streaks up the right side of the net, goes around the defender, stretched out and waiting, and just puts it on Hall's stick. That's like one of those like capital A assist. The assist was more important than the actual shot on net. You were stationary for so long that I thought you you froze. Like nothing about you was moving at all. I sorry, man. My internet froze. Yeah. Can you hear me? Someone walks behind you. <laughs> you stopped talking, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm supposed to talk now." Oops. Uh, yeah. But honestly, sorry, yeah, there's just, just a bunch of hot supermodels that can't. They're all in my hotel room here, so I'm looking at them. Uh, That's what you do with them. 
Hey, yeah, I invited him here. I said, hey, come upstairs. I'm gonna look <laughs> we just got to record this podcast real quick. <laughs> just sitting on the bed. I'll be right there. <laughs> you want to hear me talk about hockey? You want to hear exactly half of a podcast? <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> you have to wait for the other half. Uh, the takeaway is Charlie Coyle's really fucking good as a third line center, too. Like another, really like good. an unfair matchup I mean, for most team, teams. You can look at basically anybody on this team and say, oh my God, how are they only here? How is this a third line? How is yeah. this the second one? How is this guy in the fourth line? They are they are just a line better than every other team. I want to see them face a team that gives them actual issue. I want to. I want New Jersey. I want ev- I want everybody to get a little injured and have a <laughs> whoa, long recovery. Whoa. <laughs> I want. I really do. I just want like I want everything to like. Okay, I have to see how they do against this. T- I ha- I don't know. I'm I'm so already. You want, them, you in want the more spring. adversity, right? I want more adversity. I think I might just like nap till the spring. Do you know what I, I was thinking yesterday? And this is such a awful thing to say. It's almost like win fatigue. You're like, I'm not tired of winning games, but I'm like, I'm like, yep, another win. Like, I'm not like upset about it. Well, the it, thing is, like, it's like the stakes are low because it's like, okay, yeah, that's like, kind they, of it. Like, they should keep winning, you know? It's yeah, they, like, these okay, are all gimmies. Yeah. And like they, they've ex- established themselves as a team that like should be winning all the time. So it, it's not, you can't really be excited about them right now. It's just like, yep, that's what they do. And like every once in a while, you do have to stop yourself and look at their record and go, they're 21, three and one. Like that's yeah. very, 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 very good. It's like you do have to stop yourself and say, like, they're almost at 50 points and it's, you know, early December. <laughs> so. Okay. You do have to get some perspective here, but also it's like, I don't think it's a bad thing to just say like, yeah, no, this team should be winning. This team should be the best. So I have faith that they'll continue to keep doing that. Um, I just want to see them have to struggle to do it. And I also, I kind of want to see what this team looks like hurt. I kind of want everybody to just get these things out of the way right now. Just, you know, just somebody, you know, get a little bit. Somebody get, somebody get a tummy, a tummy bug. And well, it's like Forbert missing four weeks because he broke his yeah. thumb. It's like you got it out of the way. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen The World According to Gart with Robin Williams. I have not. There's a point in the movie where they're going to buy a house and they're touring, like they're outside and looking at it with a real estate agent, and a plane crashes into it. Uh-huh. And and he they look at each other. They're like, "We'll take it. It's disaster proof. <laughs> this is never going to happen again. What are the odds?" And it's kind of the same thing. It's just yeah. like get injured now because it's probably not going to happen again. Like I mean, it's it's hockey. It, it very well could, but <laughs> it's the mentality. It's just the like, eh, it's going to happen eventually. If what happens now, you'll have the mindset that it won't. Yeah, and they're honestly they're not even playing a ton of minutes. Like Bergeron didn't even play fifteen minutes last game. That they're is strange. Weird. They're that spreading. Strange. Well, they're just spreading it out so well because they can, and then you're reducing like the amount of time in which they could get injured. So that's, that's also a, a concern for me is like Krejci and Bergeron, like being old. N- yeah. You need them there. You need them there. Yeah. Like, let's just play out a scenario wherein Bergeron goes down with, with something like he, like he overplays and, gets like a strenuous injury, like it's like a tendon or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like something you can't just play through. And he misses the entirety of the playoffs, and they do win the cup. Oh, Wouldn't that just, I mean, like he, they just, he, he needs to be there. 
Yes, but can you imagine the like do it for Bergy energy that they would have? I don't even, honestly, yeah. I don't even want to. Let's not, I don't even want to. I know, talk I know, I know. We're putting some crazy it's, it's things. It's making out there. me sad to what think about What I'm saying this. is like, you do not overplay those guys right now. Do not put them think, in well, situations where like stress start, injuries. Yeah, let me take a fucking maintenance day here and there. Like, if they told me, if they announce that Krejci's just not going to play against Arizona because like they just kind of don't need him to and like they're going to win anyways and just save them. I'd be like, okay, yeah. be kind of early in the season, but like, all right, whatever. Like, it's not going to lose. Krejci not playing isn't going to lose us this game against Arizona. And if it means he gets an extra few extra days off and his age of seventy nine, then go for it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But any, but even and then off of that, when you have your third line rolling the way that they are, and your second and your fourth, I mean, they are the second line, but you can. It's fine. Like the, again, the third line won the game against Colorado. Like. Mm-hmm. Like Pasta had the game winner technically, but like he just every time they had that putt, like, every time they were on the ice, they were just shooting, shooting, shooting. There was like almost no defense they needed to play because they were just completely in control of the puck. And for a guy like Frederick to be elevating his game to keep up with people like Hall and Coyle, that's so fucking cool. Man. That's awesome. I love Frederick. That makes like you, I always felt like he had this in him. And like I defended him for so long, even in times where I necessarily didn't need to or probably shouldn't have. But it's just almost vindicating for me to be like, look, like he can do it. Like, and he is feeling some type of fucking way right now. He had the two goals a, ga- a few games ago. Um, and like Monty in behind the B had a good line. He was just like, good for you, but don't be satisfied. Go get your hat trick. Um, and then even he was like, I've like I didn't know I had a one timer. Like, <laughs> does, did, well, hold on, real quick. Does this team like really give a shit about hat tricks? Have you like this is like the, <laughs> the second or third instance in which like they're like talking about hat tricks specifically? They I think they really give a shit about hat tricks and empty netters. I think it's just the morale. Like it's such a, yeah. it's a for a guy like Frederick to get a hat trick. That's awesome. Like that's such a team boost. Like it just adds to the the good vibes of the team. Oh, but it's, and then and then we'll we'll cap off the Colorado thing with uh, Hall's breakaway, um, which again just like his speed is outrageous. Like he had a lot of separation to begin with. There wasn't like an even evenly paced foot race to begin with, but like he was almost cherry picking. Like he was basically at the blue line when he had to turn around to get on that breakaway, and it was so effortless. It was almost rude. Like he barely made a move. He kind of just leaned over and shot it like against the grain. Like head up the entire time, like it was super nice. Um, but like a really just like another one of those you expected to win, but it still feels pretty good. It and does. it's it's going to be the same thing tomorrow. Like I'll 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 announce my prediction here. Like they're going to win very emphatically tomorrow against Arizona because it's Arizona and it's Bruins, and they just are. Is like this, it's um is this mullet? This is mullet, and I hell yes it's looked. Mullet. For the viewing angle, it's surprisingly really good. It's it's kind of weird, but it's very top down. Like it's not Florida, it's not Columbus. It's elevated enough where you like it. But there's something about it. You might be able to put a put your thumb on it more than I. But like I'm gonna look at it right now. Yeah, there's something interesting about it. And uh, and I, I brought this up earlier, but I tweeted something earlier today from the account. A, a stat that really fucking stood out to me because I went to I want to be like all right what's their home record like 
Because mm-hmm. so the Coyotes have played 24 games so far this season. Uh-huh. How many home games do you think the Coyotes have played? I know they didn't play for a while. Oh, it is high. Oh, it looks at college. Yeah, because oh, it, it's, yeah. it's USC, isn't it? There or it is. You, uh, what is it? Yeah, uh, ASU. ASU. Uh, it but 24 really games looks like college, dude. It's like the color of the it's lights. Kind of cool. Yeah. No, it's like what's like. When you're watching, like watching a movie, NHL but it was, players play on college ice. It's like when you watch a movie that was shot like a television show. You're like, this is a little off. Like this, this doesn't look it. It's the, it's the, yeah, it's the color of the lights. Is like the big one. Kind of and like then I, I can't wait for Jack's weird. calls on it. It's gonna be so good. I He's gonna make so many jokes. The, I wonder if it's the dimensions too. I don't think it is. So in college hockey, I know that some D1 rinks are Olympic sized and some are NHL sized. Interesting. Uh, And I know that there's been some NHL rinks in the past that had Olympic sized ice and they just said, screw it. Um, For those who do not know, Olympic sized ice is much wider. I think it's like 15 feet wider. Yeah. An NHL rink is 200 feet by 85 feet. And Olympic is 200 feet by 100 feet. And it so doesn't sound like it would be a lot, but it, you look at it, you're like, that is a much bigger rink. Like, that looks way bigger. It is wider. It is a, it tires you out. And I'm looking at this now. Maybe, maybe it's not Olympic. I, I think I, I would notice that more so than I do. Um, <coughs> sorry. You um, coughed at the same time I sneezed. We're gross, bro. We're in sync. I'm really excited. Oh, you asked how many yeah, games yeah, yeah, they okay, played yeah. at home. So I never even answered They've you. played 24 games this season. How many do yeah. you think are at home? No cheating. No looking up. I see you doing something. Four. They have Whoa. played four games at home. Because I looked Are they going to play 41 at home? They're playing. I think I think I miscounted, but I think it was 39. I I, I ran through it really quickly. Right? There's no way. It, if you, it has to be because of ASU schedule. I don't know what else it could be, but if you, there's like, uh, if you go to the NHL's website when they like do the calendar and they color home and away games, the next few months they play so many home games, so That's many. Awesome. That's but awesome. they played. Yeah, I, I wanted to know what their home record was, and it was like one, two, and one or something like that. I'm like, that can't be right. They're like, no, and all of them, and they're like, their, yeah, their game tomorrow against Boston which is at Mullet Arena, is their first game in Arizona since November 3rd. They just went on a four, they went on a 14-game road trip. That's a lot for baseball. That's That's insane amount of away games to play. Can you imagine traveling for 14 straight games? Dude, that's one of those, please just kill me. I can't do it. Even when they get home, there's going to be no energy. They're just going to be like, oh, my God. Like, just, like, give us a fucking second. Like... (laughs) And they just lost nine to two last oh night, or eight to two, I think. Yeah, eight to I two. Feel, what are we putting these people through? Like, can we just these can they just beings. mercy it in the first five minutes? If the Bruins score in the score in the first five minutes, they should just be like, Call "You got it. it, all yours." Like, take the two. Like, Jesus, man. But that was insane to me. Like, I I had no idea that it was that off. They played four games at home, and it's mid December or early December. But I got a big kick out of that. I oh, thought that was man. pretty wild. Uh, one other thing I would like to touch on really quickly: Anton Bleed. Yeah. How about our, him? Our biggest fan. He's that was, our number one fan. So uh, I'll, I'll recount from my perspective what happened. 
uh, I was sitting on my couch and I just got a notification, whatever. I, I usually I don't read them off of the drop down menu off my phone. I click on it and I just open it right to Twitter. Mm. I saw it was a retweet. I saw somebody quote retweeted it and I opened it. And my eyes just immediately see, immediately see Anton bleed and see the check mark. And my eyes just widened. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> With zero hesitation. And like literally, I got the notification, clicked on it, opened it. Eyes widened, immediately called you. Like immediately. And you answer in a second. And before we don't say anything, you just go, Anton bleed retweeted us. Yeah. And no, because I, I like, knew yeah. exactly what you were calling for. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, it took me a little bit. I opened it and I was like, I was like, in Sweden, we call uh, a what, a, what? And then I was like, oh, is this guy Swedish? And I looked at him and I was like, oh, oh, it's Anton Bleed. And then it's the Bob Tachi. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened, I like answered your call. I was like, Anton Bleed retweeted us. Is that what you're calling about? And you, and I don't know if you heard me at first because you went, Anton Bleed retweeted us. Like, yeah, yes. we both, we basically, I think we just said it five or six times and then hung up. Yeah, and I was like, okay, bye. And then, and then I hung up. Like, <laughs> but that was, um, I, uh, yeah. I know you've been in the media game, obviously, mm. way longer, way more significantly than I have yet. Um, So, like, this is still wildly fresh to me. Like, I have never met Bruins players I mean, aside from like waiting my, on them. Like, It's also not like my, like, media presence had anything to do with that. Well, like, even still, but, like, you've had enough proximity to it where it's not as, like, holy shit as it was for me like that yeah. was like pretty wild two, like, two, yeah two separate points i think but yeah i mean it's also not fair. like i just said like oh hey here's my connect and it's whatever it's like no like that you know whatever like anton bleed found our content very organically yeah yeah and like so we're like he 100 percent cool. was looking up his he was either just looking up his name on twitter or he was looking for this clip specifically i yeah. and i only made it because i was trying to tell someone about it Mm-hmm. and they didn't see it and i couldn't find it on twitter i was like fuck it i'll make it and yeah. i never made a clip before this is the first clip i've ever made and i posted it and it got that like a couple thousand. likes a couple hundred views and then now it's at like four hundred thousand views and i was like oh okay word that was cool for me let's keep doing yeah. that we should just yeah keep we should absolutely the... keep doing that and uh we hit 100 followers because of it so that was cool That's awesome too. Yeah, we're um, our numbers now. are weird because our numbers are weird people listen to the show but like Twitter is like our only social media, and it's like it's weird. Yeah, I've, we should be there. Should be more followers on there. Go in there and follow. I know. Listen, if you're listening to the show, I know there's a chance that you don't follow us on Twitter. I know more people listen to this show than follow us on Twitter. So I don't know how that's possible. But go on Twitter and and follow us there. Um, good stuff. Good videos. Uh, memes, if you will. Yeah, Some like I stuff. I. I try to tweet during the game, and if I come, if I think of a meme, I'll make one real quick. And mm-hmm. uh, I like, I'm gonna start trying to make more clips. Like, I made one of Frederick from last game. Just like I'm, I, I don't want to go with the obvious. Like, I don't want to like try to get in there quickly with like a goal because like there's like so many accounts that do that already. I'm looking for more of like the under the radar kind of stuff, or like, oh, it kind of caught your interest in the game, but you don't really think to make a clip of it, but. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what happened with the Lynn Home Bleed thing. So I'm yeah. just gonna I'm gonna ride that. Be like, oh, well, we, remember the first time. We, we found a clip like where where Forbert got injured. Like you can go back and you can yeah. find, find some yep. interesting stuff. And then like you know, I'm sure we talk about things Jack says all the time. So you know, to, I would love to that. Make some Jack clips. Things Jack says. Yeah, 
We gotta try to get Jack on the show. We gotta we gotta get a, a couple of guests on on this program. I think uh, out of our what twelve or thirteen episodes, we've said that every other one too. But that we gotta get Jack on here. Or we just, well, yes, and then also just a guest in general. Yeah, I mean, we got people. We got people lined up. We... Now you actually did freeze. I don't know if you can hear me at all. I'm gonna keep talking because I don't know if you can hear me. Joe is frozen on my screen. Authentically this time, not faking it, I think. Could be anything. Here. Now, there you are. Hi. I'm here. I've been here. What was that? Oh, you just completely froze audio and screen for me. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing the audio. I'm sure that'll be interesting, but that'll be strange. We'll just throw it up. Who cares? I'm just talking over you like you're not there. <sighs> Joe, um, I could hear you the whole time. That's even which stranger. Is very weird. That is weird. It is very weird. You're like, hello, Joe. Hello. Frozen. Now you are frozen. I I heard you, dude. You said, Joe, you're so pretty and handsome. I want to kiss you on your mouth. I heard you, dude. You did say that. Uh, so that you you caught me there. Um, but, I don't have any other thoughts. I've never had an, another thought. Yeah, uh, honestly, same. Like that kind of that does it for me for the most part. I'll say again, expecting away from Arizona. Um, even if you're not super active on Twitter, you know, throw us a follow. Uh I'm 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 gonna pick a game coming up, and I'll we can do another ticket giveaway before the end of the year. We're like, well, we can set that up this week, um, because that was good for us. And honestly, it's like it makes me feel like some like on high benevolent god. Oh, <laughs> like just like doling them out, granting tickets to those. There's been like there's been like a few games us. where like the t- the tickets were going like way below face value, and like mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. Nobody I knew really wanted to go. And I was like, I just would go in the Bruins subreddit and be like, first person to ask for the tickets gets them. Like, does somebody use these tickets, please? Like, I, w- I want them to go to use. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. It's just like, hmm. Like, you don't do it for that reason, but it's undeniably a byproduct. You're like, well, this kind of makes me feel nice. Like, it's, but it's like that. But and like growing it, the socials and growing the show. I was and, say, and then it helps get social media clout. But, hmm. But yeah, no, give, give us yeah, a we'll follow. do a giveaway. Maybe we'll do a, an apparel giveaway. We'll go to the pro shop and uh, get something. Maybe we'll get one That's of those. That's a good idea. One of those uh, Pooh Bear toques that are going to be uh, uh, everywhere at Fenway Park, home of the the Winter Classic, which is actually going to be on January second. Yeah, I can't watch it because I it is a Monday, so I will be working. And it's and it's not New Year's Day. Is this the first one that's not it, on New Year's it Day? It is publicly recognized as the holiday because New Year's Day is on a Sunday. It's on a weekend. Yeah, that like if you work for the but, government, you have that Monday off. But like that's not that's not what they do. They like the thing is like they play on New Year's Day, and yeah. they're like, well, it's, it's the the day it's recognized. It's as... football Sunday is the problem. They would be competing with it. Don't don't be a you know don't be. A I'm slack upset about it. It's stupid. Play it on Sunday. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna earn, just be like, look, I would like to leave early this day. It's at two p.m. Also, like, I don't. It's a weird, it's a weird setup. But I don't know, dude. Yeah, we'll just do some takeaway uh, ticket giveaways for the Winter Classic. Uh, <sighs> if anybody wants to gift us some tickets to give away, you're more than welcome I, to. I pulled my Fenway ticket favor the other day and it was not for the winter classic dude I specifically asked you to do that no I, I, I asked you not like in, <laughs> like not genuinely being like please use your position to give me winter classic. I, I well the thing is it's like when I was working directly with the socks I was like oh I can definitely do that 
And then like, you know, now that I don't work with the team anymore, I was like, oh, like it might be a little bit harder. And like, I, I think I only really got one ask. And the other ask just made more sense. What did you ask and, for? Um, <laughs> if you can't tell me, it's fine. Uh, Morgan Wallen anyways. <laughs> really? Which one is he again? Is he the comedy one? No, he's a he's a country singer. Um, there's a it's comedy. not for me. It's not for me. It's for a friend. But I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of like, Wheeler Walker Jr. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, there's a country singer, like a younger country singer. And um, tickets are harder. Those are harder to get than winter's classic tickets. Um, but like face value, not as expensive. You know what I mean? I was like, going to say, like, that's the problem. Winter classic tickets right now, I think they're like $600. Like, Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, hey, maybe I mean, we'll, use your connections we'll for however you got to use them. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to get a credential or something. Yeah. But no, I, I, uh, yeah, but if I, oh yeah, cheapest tickets, 500 bucks at Fenway for terrible seats for yeah. like L39, which is like deep center field. Oh, so yeah, you will like, see yeah, 0% bleachers. of the game. Z- yeah, literally the bleacher. You will see 0% of that game. You should bring binoculars if you have those seats. There are seats in field box 25, which is right behind uh, the Sox dugout, and they start at $1,900. Yeah, it's more like what I was looking at. That's stupid. Like You don't don't even want to sit that low. You don't want to sit that low. No, there's no good viewing angle to watch hockey at Fenway Park. It's cool to watch from home because it's Fenway, but to be there... Other than the atmosphere, it's terrible. Like I cannot imagine. I think there, there's there like sees it. I think like down the right field, like kind of in like the Sam Adams, not quite to the Sam Adams deck, but like that upper level, um, like the State Street Pavilion up top. Like, yeah, yeah, that I think is just that kind of like area is good, like, and those are like twenty five hundred bucks. That's insane. Yeah, it's and the thing is, the, the best tickets there are the standing room only tickets because they're like a quarter of the price like during the the socks um john henry's gonna make three billion dollars off of this game yeah he owns both teams and the park like like why who allowed this this is a monopoly like he's just i remember when it it was like oh it's gonna be at fenway like who are they gonna play against everybody was like it's gonna be the penguins yeah this is not a not like, a doubt in our mind. Like everyone from Boston was like, "You guys are in it." Like the, this is our fourth or twelfth winter classic. Yeah. Like it's just every other year, it's the Bruins or Chicago. Like and the Pens are like, "Are you sure we're in it?" Like, no, we know you're. Yeah, in it. Like, we know. Wink, you're wink. In it. John Henry, sack of dog shit. Dude, what's up with Boston ownership? Fucking Jacobs family, John Henry. I mean, you. Well, the thing is, like, we made them mega rich. People, we all give a shit about Boston sports. So now they're mega rich and they're assholes. Did something happen recently to make you assholes. upset with John Henry? Did something transpire? He killed oh, okay. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I even regret asking. I know it, it is a genuinely a, a distressing topic. Uh, Xander Bogarts left the Red Sox for anybody who's not sure. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I had to clarify. Is that a hammer? Oh, I thought Jen, no. I thought you had a hammer in your hands. And I was like, Joe, put it's it down. Tripod. Think it through. Yeah, dude, it was tough here. It was really tough here. And all the sights are are bad. And the you know what's really funny is I I don't know if you've seen, but Heim Bloom flew commercial home from the winter meetings, and the news broke like 
20 minutes before they boarded the plane. I'm sorry. Can you, I, I'm ignorant on this. Who is this? Heim Bloom is the like the general manager of the Red Sox. Okay, thank you. I, I'm yeah. really, I, so I really need like, to do some work with the Red he's, Sox. He's, uh, you know, he's Cam Neely, and uh, gross. Yeah, or no, he's Sweeney, and uh, also gross. Yeah, did and you see? Uh, like Twenty minutes before they got on the plane, and he was on the plane with like half of the Red Sox beat writers. So he just like had to sit in his chair for seven hours while like reporters just had free access to him and would no, just walk up to no. him and be like, Hey man, what's going on? <laughs> why couldn't you match the Padres offer? And he's like, can I have a minute please? <laughs> so did you um, see Vucci gross's tweet earlier today? Not to kind of no. change the topic. He no, was please. just like credit where credit's due, starting with Lindholm trade and signed Cam Neely slash Don Sweeney had an epic calendar as NHL Bruins president GM building the roster. They knocked it out of the park and all the replies are like, are we just are we just ignoring the Miller thing at this point? Are we just like are we just gonna <laughs> pretend that didn't happen? Yeah, like every single reply is just like word. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, okay, you know what? Cool. Fair. Yes, the roster is amazing. I'm not detracting from that, but like let's not be sucking their dick too hard. Like not to get graphic. I like this was 15 minutes after. I was like, no, I don't have any more thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do a couple hours. I do have to get to the airport. I'm a little worried about missing my flight. You're just driving. He's not driving for anybody who's listening. I, you know, it's wicked funny is last night I was, I jokingly put a, like in an Uber to New Orleans on my phone just to see like how much it would be couple grand and it didn't give a price <laughs> it was just like we're not and, doing this <laughs> and and it was like but like <laughs> we're not giving you a price but the guy's four minutes away and uh, so i showed we we're afraid I, to tell you the cause i showed uh somebody my phone and i was like oh it doesn't even give a price and he's like oh because you got to go to the next screen and he tapped fucking confirm can and you imagine being that lucky for both of us I, it, it comes up with a like, hey, this might be a high fare. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, but yes, I almost <laughs> bought like a $2,000 Uber to fucking New Orleans for no that'd reason. Be good, that'd be a good story. <laughs> I would have taken it, to be honest with you. I would have I would have gone again. How could you not? OK, yeah. actually, my actual last thing is yeah. behind the B Bergeron's thousandth point post locker room. Everyone in the locker room is chanting one more year, one more year. <laughs> and Bergeron responds with, I'm not leaving. And like, I'm not going to read too far into it, but I really want to. Like, I, I would, I would uh, not, Robert. I know. Just the fact that they're, I th it almost felt like them and Jess being like, oh, let's do it again. Like it didn't, yeah. if it was really on him on the fence about it, I don't think they would kind of do that. Yeah. no, no So no. I think it's just understood. This is it. Like, I'm like, I, I, you're getting one more year. Let's yeah. do it. But still, just like, oh boy, did that that get me going. <laughs> All right, folks. That's gonna do it. We gotta get out of here. I got a plane to catch. I gotta I got some pants to I gotta pee. And... Got some pants you gotta pee. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need a new pair of pants. <laughs> All right. I gotta go piss in somebody's pants. Choose wisely. Bear with me. Bear.